Hola mi gente, welcome to another episode of the Proyecto Siembra podcast, donde hablamos sobre nuestras vidas en indie. We talk about culture, community work, hot trends, and much more. Listen in as we engage in much needed conversations to help build a more inclusive community. This month, introducing our second annual Mucho Pride series. Hola a todos, mi nombre es Jose, and I'm super excited to be back. It's been a while since I've been on an episode, but I'm glad to be back for another series of Mucho Pride to help celebrate the LGBTQ plus individuals and the queer uh, individuals in our community here in Indy. So I'm super excited to be sharing this with you guys. Hey everyone, it's me. I'm back. No intro needed, right? Ya me conocen. I'm just playing. This is Marcos. Um, I use he, him pronouns. We do him pronouns. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, I use he, him pronouns. Um, no se queda. Like, oh my God, I don't know what's happening to me. Y'all know I always talk. Y nunca me callo. Y ahora sí. Me pegó el sueño. But I'm really happy to be back. Um, it's Pride Month. And I think um, it's really important. I think it's always been important, right? But I think now more than ever coming out of COVID, you know, I think this past year has really shed light on the inequities and disparities that exist all across the United States. And then if we want to put it in global context, that it exists between a developed and underdeveloped world. So I think um, Pride Month is special because this is a dimension of disparity that I don't think is talked about a lot in public discourse because even though gay marriage is like legal um it's still taboo mm -hmm. very taboo yeah. so um i'm excited to engage in some much needed conversations yeah y hola a todos uh yo creo que ya me conocen a mí también uh, <laughs> pero if it's your first time listening yo soy lupe and i'm so excited to be here with um jose again y obviamente marcos Uh, and to just celebrate the LGBTQ plus community, um, I think you can you can support the LGBTQ plus right community, but also it's like you got to do the work, you gotta you gotta learn, and it's a never never ending thing mm -hmm. where you're just like constantly learning. You can make mistakes, but you know, checking I think, your biases. Yeah, yeah, the important thing is uh, learning from your mistakes and just um, keep going. You know, keep supporting. Uh, so I'm excited to be here. And yeah, Lupe, if you don't mind me asking, what do you pronounce? My pronouns are she, her, hers, ella. <laughs> and what about you, Jose? Uh, my pronouns are he, him, his, and él. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I'm super pumped to be here with the both of you. Um, Lupe, we did this last year. Mm -hmm. Super impromptu for us to do, and I think that it was a great hit. Um, what were some of your favorite things that we talked about last year? My favorite, I think my favorite episode was the one with Giovanni. Mm -hmm. I think it was very eye-opening um, to hear her experience, mostly because I, I knew her in high school, but then to hear from her, like, what she was going through, that was, that was, that was very touching to me, and I learned a lot, gained a lot of respect uh, for her. Um, I also, I also liked the Vamos a hablar del sexo. Let's talk about sex. Um, I think that was fun. <laughs> spicy <laughs> um and we also talked about what each letter of the lgbtq plus um acronym stands for uh and now we're back with with more content yeah which is now i think now they've is it officially changed to lgbtqia plus see I, mean, no, well, no, i think last year because last year yeah who so, makes it official 
I don't. We do. We the people. No, well, see. No, I think in, so like on universities, you'll find that, yes, like LGBTQIA plus is typically like the full term. Yeah. You see, we did cover it. Thank you for bringing that up because we did cover last week, last year, we did cover the I and the, the A. a. Yeah. yeah. So thank you. So the LGBTQIA plus. Yeah. So in those of you that don't remember, so L is for lesbian b is for bisexual <laughs> i feel like, feel like we're in kindergarten um lgbt so t is for trans trans uh, wait trans. we skip g no it's lb lgb oh sorry <laughs> how can we forget about g i am g <laughs> so uh g is for gay um so yeah b we did bisexual t trans um, transgender you and then q q is queer mm-hmm. um which has become like a bigger like it's an umbrella term, definitely. Yeah, and more people are well, starting to use it. And yes. trans, the transgender is an umbrella term too, which like, I don't know. I think like we, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. We can get into the nitty gritty, but I know that like you know, transgender is an umbrella term that is used to like refer to both, you know, binary and non-binary trans people mm-hmm. because um, I think sometimes people get caught up in that switching from man to woman without realizing, well, you don't necessarily have to do that, right? You can transition to Mm non-binary. And, like, even within non-binary, right, there's different things like agender, bigender, um, gender fluid. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm missing a few. Um, There's also, like, I think different terms. Like, I think people use, like, femme Mm non-binary, mask non-binary. So, like, like even these terms, like, we can dig into all of them. And then, like... Queer is definitely used, I think, as an umbrella term for everything. Because I think when there's like a, there's like a, so I don't know if y'all noticed, but like last year during like all, you know, the Black Lives, the height of Black Lives Matter in 2020, the new term BIPOC came out. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I think later, like in the fall, well, like the term's been around, right? But right. I think it was finally like um, released from like, you know, those really niche conversations mm-hmm. where I think now. There's also a term QT BIPOC to refer to like collectively like queer and non-queer people of color. Hmm. So like QT, queer, trans, black, indigenous, and people of color. Yeah. Okay. Lots of lot, lots, lots of letters. Of, lots of in there. Yeah. But, yeah. but we we forgot the last two. I. So I intersexual. It's an intersexual. Well, and intersex. 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 Yes. Yes. And then A. Asexual. Asexual. Asex. A- is it yeah, asexual. Yeah, yeah, it's asexual. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I, I learned a thing. Asexual people refer, like, you can refer to them as ace. Mm. Mm, yeah. It, there's a, so, like, there's a video on YouTube, Jubilee. So it's like, do all asexual people think the same? So that's a really fascinating listen if you want to go learn more about what it's like to be asexual because that's really complicated too yeah and side note n- uh, none of us here are experts on this um, I think we are just individuals that are in the community I myself belong to the queer community um, and I find myself learning every day still um, and I'm blessed to have those around me to like teach me and like actually talk to me and not shame me and tell me like oh like you're wrong mm-hmm. um, I think it's important to just sit somebody down educate them on the correct terms and pronouns and how to say things correctly so you don't offend anybody. Because I think at the end of the day, we just want to respect mm-hmm. everybody and, oh, be, and be inclusive. Yeah. Um, Marcos, so what is coming up this month or the next two months? What are we looking What are we looking forward to? Wait, did we say it was two months already? We did not. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> so yeah, uh, Mutual Pride is actually going to get... So Excuse me, the Mutual Pride series 
of 2021 is actually going to take place over the course of two months. So for the months of June and July, we're going to be focusing on this topic um, and trying to highlight the LGBTQ plus members of our Latinx community um, as much as we can and like as respectfully as we can. So some of the topics we have coming up, so a mix of both serious, like educational topics, and some fun episodes coming up as well. We'll be talking um, about transgender people and the correct terminology and how to respect transgender people. Um, we'll be talking about the Stonewall riots. We'll be hoping to interview some uh, organizations in the community that specifically serve LGBTQ people in the community, uh, specifically our youth, because I think sometimes we forget that the, like that dimension of identity doesn't just magically pop up when you turn 18. Mm -hmm. um, there are LGBTQ kids in the community and because we don't acknowledge that and a lot of people try to like essentially delegitimize that, we forget about that. Yeah. So that's something we're looking forward. I mean, I say looking forward to it, like, yes, we need to have these conversations, but it's, I mean, it's ugly that we have to have these conversations, you know, that we yeah. have to talk about this ugly reality. Um, additionally, we'll be diving into some disparities that LGBTQ people face, um, specifically in terms of healthcare, right? When we think about things like gender affirming healthcare and how certain politicians don't believe that that's actual like human healthcare, mm. so it's excluded in healthcare policies, unfortunately. Um, so we'll be diving in about that. Uh, did I miss anything? Uh, yeah, the most important one. Yes. What? Oh, sorry. You know me, Selena Pasado. I'm sorry. Come on. So we're also. So, no, go ahead. Go I'm going to say it because I'm excited. We're going to talk about sex part two. So let's talk about sex part two. And I think this time we're going to get a little more. Dirty. Dirty. Spicy. Vamos a poner un poco de sazón. Because um, I think that, I mean, like, we're all adults here, mm -hmm. and sex is something natural. We should be sex positive, um, and we should be open to explore and live our best hot girl summer. Period. Girl Period. Summer. <laughs> um, but no, uh, I wanted to go through and just mention some events that are going on this month in our community. So this past weekend on June 5th, we just had Greenwood Pride, which I did not know that existed. Um, but if you had a chance to go, um, make sure you spread the word and continue to invite individuals for next year. Um, Indie Pride is launching their virtual Indie Pride this year on June 12th, which is on Saturday. So stay tuned for that. You can visit their website um, and kind of see the map and you'll get to visit some organizations that are helping LGBTQ people. Um, you'll get to see some really cool DJs and performers. Um, so all month, check their website out um, to make, see what they're doing all month long. And then June 19th is Juneteenth. So if you don't follow Indiana Pride of Color, follow them on uh, on Instagram and also the Juneteenth social uh, social media. They're having a great party to celebrate Juneteenth and they can give you more information on that. And then the Marion County Health Department is actually having a pop-up HIV testing day on June 26th. So if you want to get tested and you want to know your status um, or you want more information about STIs or PrEP or PEP, come out and see us on June 26th. And if you have any questions, visit the uh, Mi Gente Prep social media website and we'll have all the information on there. Wait, so I have a question. Yes, what's up? Wait, you said prep and pep? Prep and pep. Wait, they're two different things? There's two different things. Yeah. Wait, can you explain? Okay, you almost said I know prep. We'll do, we'll do a side note. A side <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> side note. Um, so prep, if you guys don't know, is a daily pill you take once a day 
um, to prevent HIV. Right. So um, you take it similar to like birth control once a day around the same time. Um, and it helps you fight against if you do come in contact with the HIV virus. Mm. Um, it protects you, I think I want to say 98%. Um, mm. It's not for you guys to be out there no usando condones and mm. like what. It's just another layer of protection. Now PEP, which is P-E-P, um, is post-exposure. So if you were to be in, in a situation where you feel like you were exposed to HIV, um, whether you were having sex with somebody and you forgot to use a condom, the condom broke, um, if you were in a victim of like any type of sexual assault, um, you have 72 hours after the contact um, to go to an emergency room or to your provider and ask them for PEP. So you basically start taking what is PrEP, so that pill, plus two others for a month mm -hmm. um, to, con to help your body fight off the possible infection if you did contra uh, contract it. And then at the end of the month, we'll, we would get tested to make sure everything is negative, um, and then you should be good from that. So it's 72 hours. It's kind of like the day after pill. Mm -hmm. You have 72 Plan hours B. to get on it. Um, but for HIV. Okay. But for HIV, yeah. And any ER can get it. It should be covered with your medical insurance if you have insurance. Um, and it's also covered with Medicaid, I want to say. Medicaid, okay. Medicaid. Um, so, yeah. So. No, so, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, I do think one thing is important, too. Like, you know, it's Pride Month. And, like, I think sometimes... I know for me, at least when I was growing up, I think the word HIV was like associated only with like gay men, mm -hmm. which is just, it's not true, right? Anybody can get HIV. Correct. So if you're listening, you're cisgender, you're straight, um, get it still applies to us. Yeah. Even if you feel like you're not high risk, you should at least get tested once a month, once a year, sorry. Um, and for if you're a gay individual, uh, we typically advise every six months, every three months, depending how sexually active you are. But yeah, um, hit us up at Shalom Healthcare Center. <laughs> yes. And we'll definitely help you out with any information you may need um, or resources that we can help you with. But awesome. Yeah. Um, what was our next? We're going to talk about why we wanted to do this. Yes. So I'm going to Lupe. I feel like Marcos and I have been talking a lot. <laughs> no, yeah. So I am so excited to be back for this um, this series, and you won't be hearing from each of us each episode. We'll be we'll be some sometimes we'll be taking um, stepping down so that other people can have their voices heard. But I think it's just to me is very important because I you know I believe in equal rights for everyone, um, and so I want to spread the word and just know. Like, let people know that it's never too late to get educated on these things. Like I said, like, I'm still getting educated. Like, I'm not, I don't think you're ever done. Um, and I think the more you learn, the best. And also, like, I just love, like, my, my community, you know? <laughs> um, we recently started, I was playing kickball, actually, um, with Stonewall Sports, which we'll talk about later on. Um, and honestly, it brought so much happiness to my life. And the people that I met were incredible. And so I just want to make sure that um, I'm fighting for, for my friends. Um, also, you know, I'm not sure about my sexuality. So, <laughs> so you know, yeah. <laughs> Lupe's going to have her hot girl summer and explore all the things. All the things. <laughs> so maybe by the end of this month, these two months, I don't know. We'll, we'll see where I stand. We'll have a, a sexual awakening. Yes. I'll guide her slightly since I can't be out in the world with her because I just broke my foot. Mm. But I'll be there with you on my phone. All right. Telling you, girl. <laughs> um, Marcos, so what are you excited about? Why do you want to do this? Why did you want to be a part of the series? 
So, I mean, you know, I know, I know I come on here and I talk a lot of shit. <laughs> and I just, I don't know, I feel like I'm authentically myself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm a mess sometimes. <laughs> but, like, you know, if you know me professionally, um, you know, you hit... Connect with me on LinkedIn. I've been telling y'all. Yeah. He does been telling every episode. <laughs> but no, for real. Like, um, if you follow, if you if you're connected with me on LinkedIn, and that's the only place you know me from, you know that I'm really passionate about uh, diversity, equity, inclusion, uh, belonging, intercultural competency. Like, there's a lot of new terms being thrown around in that space, right? But essentially, I think you know we can refer to it as like DEI work, um, social justice work. Um, I mean, I'm really passionate about that. And like, I don't know if that comes off because I, like I said, I talk a lot of shit <laughs> and I feel like I most avidly talk about it when I talk about, you know, immigration because like, mm-hmm. I'm an immigrant. I've never made that a secret. Right. But I think, you know, when I, you know, when I came to college is when I, you know, kind of labeled that as being passionate about the I work um, and part of the I work, you know, it's identity work. And, you know, not just in like, you know, I think one thing that I've learned is you can kind of break down identity into, I want to say about 10 dimensions. So I feel like the one we always talk about is race and ethnicity. Mm-hmm. We talk about gender too, but then we, for, I think sexual orientation and then like specifically I think gender identity as well are ones that I think I wasn't exposed to mm-hmm. before coming to college, right? Um, I didn't really know past the binary coming into college. Even to this day, right, I still, I mean, I'm an ally, and at the end of the day, like, I'll respect someone's pronouns, and I'll fight for their right to exist as they want to, but I still have more to learn. So I think for me, it's just boils down to my respect for people and my passion for wanting people to be granted the full extent of their humanity, and that includes queer people because, um, like I mentioned earlier, there's a lot of people who aren't. There's a lot of, you know, and I learned this in a presentation from the Indiana Youth Group. So one thing that I didn't know was happening is that there's LGBTQ kids who come out to their families and then they get kicked out. Mm-hmm. So then what do these 14, 15 year olds do? They resort to dating apps like Tinder, like Bumble, like Grinder, just so they can meet a stranger and have a bed to sleep in that night. Mm-hmm. Right. And so like I think... Um, when I learned that, like, that was such a gut punch, right? Because, like, don't get me wrong, I didn't, you know, my, my pops, you know, my family, we didn't grow up with money like that. Pero, I mean, I always had a roof over my head and I had food on the table, right? So I can't imagine a kid not having those basic necessities just because they identify as queer. Like, that, I mean, that breaks my heart, right? And so I think that's why I want to engage in these conversations and I want to learn more because I think... You know, our culture, Hispanic culture, Latinx culture, um, we have a love. We, we, you know, we value family. We value, we value family. Um, we value children, right? And I think we all know that, right? But when you factor in all these other factors like Catholicism. Mm-hmm. Um, Religion in general. Right, right. Like but Right, machismo, which is, you know, hand-in-hand hand with Catholicism, hand-in-hand hand with colonialism. Um, we lose sight of that. And then we view these kids, I mean, the ones in our community that we're all supposed to protect, um, as someone who should be kicked out of the house because they identify with something that we have been conditioned to think is a sin. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's tough, right, because religion is taught from such a young age. It's hard to deconstruct that. Yeah. It is so hard. Like confession, until I got to college, I was pro-life. Oh, 
<laughs> I mean, that's kind of embarrassing to say, but that is so common in our community. No, same, same here. Yeah. Right, like so many Hispanics, almost pro-life. And I, I think I want to, I think I need people to understand that just because you are pro-choice does not mean that you are pro-abortion. Mm-hmm. Pro-choice just means that you are you want people to be able to have a choice. Mm-hmm. Like it's not just because I say I'm pro-choice doesn't mean like I'm going to be telling like go get an abortion. Like everybody go get an abortion. No, it's just if that woman or person wants to get an abortion, like that is her decision. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody else should be able to tell them like right. yes or no. Side note: um, If you've never watched Dear White People on Netflix, oh my god, please do! It's so such good. a beautiful show. So but they actually did an episode on abortion and um, Coco. She said something that hit me. She said, having a choice doesn't make it any easier. Because mm-hmm. I think sometimes, I think there's like that misconception that like, you know, like there's a really big misconception about women in today's generation about, like I, I've seen the Facebook posts are like, oh, this is a generation of hoes. First of all, so what? <laughs> um, what about it? Second of, in this house. <laughs> <laughs> Second of all, though, I think that speaks volumes to like, we think, a lot of times people think that like abortion is something women are eager to have. And like they think that it's it's not just like a quickie, right? It's not something you go in, get done, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Like there's a healing process and nobody even talks about the trauma behind having to make that choice, right? So that's like big side note, right? But no, I say that to say like I was pro-life until I got to college because, you know, just to show how deeply embedded some of these more toxic values are in our culture. Yeah. Um, and I want to deconstruct that. I want to help people deconstruct that because um, sometimes I think you you brought up a good point earlier, Jose, is that um, people are scared to have those conversations because they think they're going to get criticized for not knowing. Right? Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I think it's it's a double edged sword, right? Because on one hand, I think people need grace to learn, but then like there's on the other hand, right, where like there are people who are like, I'm not getting paid to educate you. Like Google's free, right? So it's tough. Mm-hmm. I think it's tough and everyone get I think everyone should have a right to make a choice on you know which side they want to be on and I think for these conversations in particular when it comes to queerness in our community I definitely lean more towards that side of like being patient and giving grace and trying to like meet people where they're at and then get them to like that basic level where like you have to like re- like remind yourself like these you know queer people are people mm-hmm. and I think we lose sight of that because the media especially has done you know a number on sensationalizing queerness i think in a lot of ways and almost making it seem like a spectacle rather than like a dimension of humanity yeah so i think it's hard right there's like so much at play so that's why i want to engage in these conversations because i think um especially with guys there's a stigma there too where it's like oh you're like i accept gay people and now you got people telling you oh you're gay uh, not necessarily, but like, let's say, like, even if I was, what's the fucking problem? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's a problema. There shouldn't be a problem, right? Yeah. Um, so that's where I'm coming from with this yeah. conversation. No, and you hit on a few things. Uh, I think a few months ago, I mean, we can talk about it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a little incident, not an incident. We recorded a podcast um, and there was some language around trans people that wasn't the most appropriate to some individuals. I um, mean, that was a tough conversation for us to have as a team. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's, that's where some people like kind of get scared of speaking on certain topics because they don't want to get attacked. 
Uh, but I think it's all about how we go about it. Like, let's sit down and educate you about it. Right. Um, I'm all for like, he, I'm not here to teach you like why what you're saying is racist or homophobic or transphobic. Uh, but I will have a conversation with somebody once or twice. Um, but if you continue to like disregard what I'm telling you, I'm just like, I'm done. Like, I'm not going to keep having this conversation with you for free. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, yeah, and I relate to that because I think, right, um, that's where I'm coming from where it's like, that's how I feel about immigration, right? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, for me, it's like, I should not have to like, convince you that my parents are humans mm -hmm. and that they deserve human rights right. like that is the bare fucking minimum right? right so it's like that's why i think i feel more comfortable having these conversations because i'm not there yeah. where you're at yeah in terms of like this dimension of identity yeah. which is sexual orientation and gender identity yeah right um and i guess Luca, for thoughts no well, no is for what what <laughs> Oh, I don't know. We just no, talked for like. No, we, I was gonna say. I was gonna say why I want to do this. Oh my god! I thought you. Marcos hates me. It's fine. No. It's because I'm not an able well person right now. Oh my gosh! Um, Stop. No, but my biggest reason for doing this, I think, with any reason that I'm doing anything in my life right now, with working with Shalom on the HIV team, um, being on the board of directors for Andy Pride, uh, being the director of DEI. And then mm -hmm. um, being on the board with Siembra, um, what else am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I think for me, it's just being under the guidance this past year of mentors like Angie Martinez and now Larry Sterbling, who is the vice president of Stonewall Sports. Um, it's kind of just having more people of color mm -hmm. having that conversation but also not just having it, leading those conversations. Mm -hmm. I think it's different when somebody like us is just a part of a conversation versus they are the ones that are starting it, mm -hmm. they are leading it, and they are making moves and strides in these fields. Um, where when I was growing up, I didn't see individuals that looked like me. So I think mm -hmm. I say this, I've said it before, I say it now, I say it in the future. I just want whatever brown, black, queen or king that's out there just like feeling a little lost, a little confused, um, not knowing what they want to do with their life. And they're able to see me or see Lupe or see Marcos, um, Angie, whoever out there doing like the work, like in the streets, like from home and their computer and social media. It doesn't matter where they're doing the work from, but just to see them do it and motivate them mm -hmm. to be that person. Because there's a lot of work that needs to be done. Um, a few <laughs> a few weeks ago, I was on a call on the BIPOC committee with Any Pride and some older community workers were saying, it's time for us to just chill and pass on the work to the new generation because we're tired. And I was looking at her and I was like, am I the new generation? <laughs> I was like, are you passing it to me now? Because I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm already tired. Um, but it is, it's, it's tiring work. But I think when we see the little events that we're a part of, I don't know about you, Lupe, uh, it just makes me feel super like excited. I'm like, oh, like this is happening. Like right now I'm part of the committee planning for this event called Black and Brown Get Down um, with Fabio. Um, and I'm super excited for this event next month. And like literally I get the chills every time I talk about it because it's going to be a wonderful park for our community to be able to go and celebrate and look at resources that we have. So I'm excited to bring those type of things to life. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm just excited. Yeah. <laughs> like we said, you know, like you probably heard that we have a new intro um, <laughs> and hopefully you, you know, you fucked with it, but, um, or you were vibing with it more, more appropriate term, but, um, you know, I think it's just important. Like, like it's been said that we are having those conversations that, 
are not usually had and like are not usually led by us you know um so i'm just excited to to go on this journey now with marcos um that and everybody else that we're, that we're planning on inviting. And I'm just excited. I think it's going to be a really cool series. And I'm glad to be here. Yeah. And just a little message from the Proyecto Siembra board. Um, we have we did take a little hiatus, but we are back and we are ready to continue doing the work. I think that a lot of us need to make sure we take care of our mental health and ourselves before we continue to help others. Mm-hmm. Um, so a message from Sandy, from Melissa, from Miguel, Lupe, and myself and our new ally slash associate marcos um we love you guys (laughs) (laughs) um and we're super excited to be back and keep up with us on our social media platforms follow us on twitter on instagram on facebook um and just come and have a hot girl summer with us and go get vaccinated if you're not vaccinated please go get vaccinated vaccinated (laughs) boy slash girl slash (laughs) Non-binary pal. <laughs> no, Just I a think hot summer. No, yeah, a hot person <laughs> summer. summer yes. There we go. A vaccinated person summer. Yes. Please. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're you know what I mean? For real. True. No, for real, because like, oh my God, I become a homebody and like, bro, like. You said you got at that nice new apartment. <laughs> <laughs> not, not Jay calling me out for my apartment when we're in his luxury downtown apartment right now from whatever recording <laughs> but no yeah but dang jay took my outro usually i plug the socials when he's not here but he missed one like us on no follow us on linkedin um <laughs> connect with us personally on linkedin as well let's get these networks popping y'all we gotta help each other open doors out of here yeah well talk to you guys soon and super excited to bring the rest of the episode. So this is Jose, and I'm saying goodbye. And this is Lupe, and we'll see you next week. And this is Marco saying, until next time, nos vemos. Bye. Bye.